Greetings, my friends. Frank Media here. You haven't heard from me for a little while as pertains to the POTUS Shield outreach, and that's been on purpose. It's because I was really and only waiting for the Lord to pull the trigger and to determine that it's time now to reactivate and to stand on those front lines as warriors, worshipers, and watchmen. And that's who you are. And I hope that you remain committed to that which called us in the first place. I'd like you to recall that November 9, 3.30 a.m. in the year 2015, just after the pronouncement that Donald J. Trump was the next president of the United States, the vision of the Lord came down upon me in my bedroom in Ohio, and I clearly saw the Supreme Court and the pillars of the Supreme Court. And I saw a broom, it was called Bessem. Bessem is a broom of sweeping destruction, going up and down the pillars. And I saw crusty things falling away. And the Lord spoke to me, and He said, in this man's first season, He will appoint three Supreme Court justices, and I will put them in place. And He said, declare and proclaim for the lower positions, the lawyers, the states, to bring forth their actions, and that by the time they get to the Supreme Court, I will have in place to change the rule and law of the land. Now specifically, we were talking about abortion and the law Roe versus Wade, that when it went into place, dramatically changed the right to life. And this has been argued throughout the decades but it has been held strong by the courts and the lower courts as becoming now a precedent and something that can't be changed. However, we know that's a fallacy because if that were true, we would still have slavery. Women would still not be able to vote. And those laws were supposedly constitutional for a much longer time with dire consequences. And so the Lord spoke. I prophesied. It was published in many, many different articles and magazines and television programs, clearly before Donald Trump even took office. And I came here and told you I was a bit nervous as we got near the end of his first term, and it was possible that we would lose the Senate majority or the presidency or even the House. And we lost all three in that sense of a conservative mindset. But the Lord was faithful, and in those twilight moments before the, struck, the clock struck 12 on that fateful day, the Lord determined, and He took home a, a, a woman that was on the Supreme Court Justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We, did, we didn't celebrate that, but we also saw vacancy on the seat. And Amy Barrett was appointed by the President and confirmed by the Senate, one of the most conservative justices and a woman outspoken about pro-life values forever. Now we sit with a majority on the court of five to four at least, potentially six to three some say, but that issue is Chief Justice Roberts. We really don't know where he will fall as pertains to what's happening on the court. As the Lord said to bring up these cases, many states did and one such state was the state of Mississippi and they brought a challenge to Roe, and that's before the Supreme Court right now. Now, interesting that the court stayed hearing this case 17 different times.
But even the week before Amy Colbert was appointed, they stated. But afterwards, they agreed to hear it. And that is set for hearing December 1 of this year, 2021. We won't know the ruling most likely till June of 2020. But we understand and I believe in faith that what the Lord sent forth, His word will not return void. And this is coming back before the court and the lower courts are coming up with more challenges. One such came from the state of Texas just a few months ago. And just a week ago Friday, the court ruled that they would not stay that law that, that the legislature and the governor signed in Texas, which basically says that after six weeks, you cannot have an abortion. Many clamored and said, well, many people don't even know if they're pregnant until after six weeks. It's almost like an argument against fetal viability or for fetal viability. Fetal viability is a word used here in the United States that basically says it's the potential of the fetus to survive outside the uterus after birth, natural or induced, <coughs> and when supported uh, by up-to-date medicine. Interesting that that barometer has changed. It was 28 weeks, then it was 26, then it was 24. We have instances now of children being born outside the womb or taken outside the womb at 20 uh, weeks and that they've lived. What is viability? Viability is a term being used. We don't agree with it anyway because we know that life is in the womb and we know that life is predetermined. God has a book of life. You were known to Him before you were in your mother's womb and because of that you have very special plans and purposes in the kingdom of God. The blood cries out of the unborn children and today there are over 60 million murdered just in this country since Roe versus Wade that we know about. We don't even know about others. 60 million voices crying out at the throne room of God for vengeance. Not so much vengeance to hurt people, vengeance that this law would stop and the law of this land would stop. This action from Mississippi is very important. Now, interesting that the viability factor in Mississippi was only 15 weeks, Texas six weeks. Some have said that Chief Justice Roberts, even though he's spoken out against abortion in the past, chose to want to whittle away at it rather than to take it away. We'll see as this court comes together. We need to pray. We need to believe God for His Word, but we also need to declare it, and we need to enforce it. And I would like to encourage you to join us. I am part of the moral outcry that is also with my dear brother from the Justice Foundation of Alan Parker. Alan Parker, I've spoken to you about in the past, has dedicated his legal life to overturning Roe versus Wade. He, above among all others, has been out front for this. And so last uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, many of you signed a petition. I asked you to do so months ago. I did. Our ministry did. A petition of 540,000 names were included in a scroll that was rolled out from the top of the Supreme Court steps down. Protesters came that were pro-abortion. Some got physical. Some got arrested. 
And Alan Parker told me two days ago that he believes that as they were arrested, what manifested in heaven that was abortion was arrested. I believe that the Lord is giving us another opportunity for mercy and grace. I believe that we should be praying not just the day before, the day of, and the day after as the Justice Foundation and Intercessors of America is calling for all my friends and your friends as well, but that we should continue to pray now. Now I've said to you before that declaration is the strongest form of prayer. So prayer with a firm declaration is the kind that moves mountains. I want you to declare the word of the Lord with me as the Lord spoke it and has shown it to be true to us on that date, November 9, 3.30 a.m. It was published, it was made clear. It became a vision that people could follow, that we all could follow. It was tested and shown to be true. It was one of the assignments that was given to Donald Trump, along with others we've spoken about. He did his part, and the Senate did their part. We need to do our part now, and that is to help pray. We need to pray, not for the will of the Lord. We know the will of the Lord. The will of the Lord is that every child should come to birth and have their opportunity, that blood should not be let. We need to pray for the safety and protection of these Supreme Court justices. We need to pray that those justices who have in the past opposed pro-life, that they might have a visitation, whether it be in the nighttime, however it is, maybe voices, something to have a change of heart. We need to pray that those that are standing in the gap be strong and that the Lord allow those who are presenting this case December 1st to be totally prepared we can pray confusion on those who would present something else. We can pray clarity for these justices to see it. We must pray for the fear of the Lord to come into that Supreme Court and into those justices who in their heart know that this is wrong, starting with Chief Justice Roberts and on down. We must pray for those that are strong, that are politically uh, elected to stand strong. And I want to also take this moment to ask you, besides the most obvious people we know to pray for, to pray for Senator Munchen. Now, Senator Manchin is standing out front. He's a Democrat, but he is pro-life, and he will not agree to anything in a budget that would in any way present funds, uh, federal funds, for abortion. We must stand strong with that man, and I would suggest you even reach out to his office in West Virginia and tell them that we support his stand. Let him know that he's got people from the right, from the left. I'm sure he's standing alone on this issue a lot in his party, that, that we are standing strong with him. Please pray. Worshipers, watchmen, warriors, this is our time. We pick back up our sword. We pick back up our shield. We use the power of the Holy Spirit that God has given us as new creation people. We stand strong, and we want to see this country to, con to accomplish that which has been declared, even as we've talked about it. It is important for us to see to a conclusion that which we have appealed to heaven for, for this country, the United States of America. Many of us have declared and put into action the prayer of 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. If my people, you know it well, which are called by my name, 
shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Beloved, I agree with my friend Alan Parker who says that we've fallen short of the last one. We, have, we did forsake God. That was done in 1962 when prayer was no longer allowed in schools. There's the shedding of innocent blood that was with Roe and Doe in 1973. But we've seen sexual morality, a falling away of morality, and even of, of, of gender uh, identification here in this country like nothing we would have ever imagined. And it's been intensifying in the last couple decades. We've seen that the greed for and the lust for selfishness and for wealth is overcoming everything that has to do with what we would call morality on the basis of common sense, even if we weren't looking at the scriptures. But the one thing we haven't done, we prayed, we've asked for forgiveness. As a nation, we haven't turned from our wicked ways. We can see that legislated. We can see that now also ruled as an edict from the Supreme Court. We must do it. I believe that the fate of this country could potentially be determined by this ruling coming out December 1st in the hearing, potentially released by June of next year. We must adamantly dig in and believe God for this change. Finally, this, as I was sharing with Alan, asking him what the Lord showed him, he said to me, what he keeps receiving is Exodus chapter 14. Well, we know that's with the, the great deliverance of the Israelites in the parting of the sea. I want to take us to this word, and I believe this will speak to us today. And Moses said unto the people, Exodus 14, verse 13, Don't fear, stand still, see the salvation of the Lord, which He shall show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. For the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. So let us declare, even as Moses did, as those with the power of deliverance in Jesus Christ, let us declare, do not fear, stand still, let us see the salvation of the Lord come forth upon this nation to save us from sin, to save us from those things which we have said we no longer fear God about, and show us that the abortion which we have seen to this day, we shall not see again, no more and forever in this land. We declare the Lord fight for us and hold our peace and hold our prayer lines. God bless you. I'll be coming back to you with more strategies. But for now, would you please contact us and say, I want to be part of this army. I want to put my name in as part of this army. I want the Lord to know I stand and I want to be able to be on the front line to understand what, when, and how I should do it. We're going to be assembling some prayer seasons and times and potentially that works with the different timeline that you're in. I'd like to ask you to be part of it. Please do. Contact us. Contact us at Poda Shield. You see it on the screen and let us know 
that you want to be part of it. And if you'd be so kind, send us your email so that we can reach out to you with the strategies and the announcements. We will not trade your information with anybody else. We will not deluge you with all kind of things. We will not ask you for money. This is strictly about us standing up and becoming unified for this time and purpose. We know who we are. We know what we need to do. Let's do it together. God bless you. And thank you, Frank Media signing off.